Hello, my name is Krista Jones, founder and CEO of Virginia Leadership Institute, and welcome to A Seat at the Table. The purpose of this show is to bring together thought leaders and experts from a wide variety of different fields who are really making a difference in our community and learn how we can do more to make our community better. Today I have with me Martha Hess, who is president of the Junior League of Northern Virginia. And I'm really excited about today's conversation because I happen to be um, a very proud member of the organization and I've served on the board for the last two years. So today we're really going to talk about, you know, what it is the Junior League does, you know, its mission, its impact on society, and the importance of women in leadership today. So welcome, Martha, to a seat at the table. Thank you, Krista. So tell me first, what is the Junior League and, you know, why was it started? Sure. So the Junior League was... Um, is an organization of women that is committed to promoting volunteerism, developing the potential of women, and improving the community through the effective action and leadership of trained volunteers. It was founded back in 1901 in New York by a social activist, Mary Harriman, um, who got together with a group of her friends in terms of founding it. Since then, it has continued to grow. Today, it is one of the oldest, one of the largest, and one of the most effective women's organizations with more than 150,000 women in nearly 300 leagues in four countries around the world. And that's really amazing, you know, and I know when she started the organization, she really looked around and saw all the social problems that existed. And that's why it's, it's so impactful for me today because Although we may not have the same exact problems, we do have a lot of problems in our community and women are really, I feel, at the front lines there to solve them. Um, you know, what role does the organization play as an international organization? Like, what are some of the things that the Junior League as a whole is doing throughout the world? Sure. So the Junior League, no matter what community it is, it's involved in, really makes a difference in terms of bringing trained volunteers um, to an issue within a community. Through the training that members get as part of the league and it's hands-on training, they're really able to identify a community's most pressing problem, to find a solution, bringing together a collaboration of community partners so that they can build a long-term solution that will really make an impactful change within the community. Over the years, the Junior League, both in the United States and in other countries, has touched upon some of the key issues, you know, whether it's um, childhood obesity, whether it's human trafficking, whether it's back in the early days, um, teenage pregnancy, you know, the need for um, the issues with homelessness, issues with poverty, issues with literacy. They've always been looking at what are the key issues within that community and how can the Junior League help to bring together the various community partners to really address and provide a long-term solution for that. And you know that's it's really great because um, when I joined the league you know I knew that I had done some things in the community and I had really tried hard to really kind of reach my peak but I knew I needed something else. What are some of the additional things do you think that the Junior League can offer to just the average woman in the community? Like, why yeah. would someone join the Junior League? So I think one of the things that really differentiates the Junior League from other membership or other community organizations goes back to its mission in terms of developing the potential of women. So through all of the Junior League's activities, whether it's the community programs that we're doing, whether it's the fundraising events that we're holding, whether it's our leadership training programs that different leagues put on, or our membership stuff that we do with our members, 
members. All of that is hands-on learning activities and leadership training for our members. They learn you know, how to build a budget, how to go out and identify community partners, how to put on a fundraiser from soup to nuts, how to write a community grant. And so it's really a lot of training that you don't necessarily get in other organizations. We often call the Junior League a learning lab because it gives members an opportunity to try out different skills. Many of our members say, you know, I do communications every day in my life, but I want to learn about finance so that I can later use that in other things. Or they say, I have communication skills, but I want to take it to the next level and help the organization. So it's really a great opportunity in terms of using those skills and developing them. And it's a safe environment because you've got the support of the other league members if you run into issues. Many times if you're in a job and you're trying out a new skill, it's not as friendly or as safe of an environment in terms of being able to really learn as you're going and having the support of people who are going to back you up. That's very true. Yeah, I totally agree. And, you know, that's been my experience completely. I joined the league because I wanted to learn more about fundraising. And so first I joined the Donor Relations Committee and then I became Fund Development Council Director. And I really see myself on a daily basis being able to apply what I've learned in the Junior League to make my community stronger by the role I'm playing with different organizations. Yep. So, you know, I really think the league has done a great role. In that. And talking about you personally, what is it that you've gotten out of the league? For me personally, and I've been in the league for about 16 years now, um, I've gotten a lot of leadership training skills that I haven't necessarily gotten in some of my careers. Um, it's also given me the chance to network with a number of amazing women and seeing and being inspired by just the different things that they do. As, par as you're involved in Junior League, you get out of it two and three times more than what you put into it. It's one of those organizations where the more you put into it, the more you get out of it in terms of benefits that you didn't even think. You know, as I've been in leadership positions, I've had the opportunity to attend national conferences, to meet some really phenomenal women and speakers, and to learn skills that I'll be able to take in whatever other whatever I do with my career, as well as within other organizations within the community. And that's one of the really big things with the Junior League is that they focus on training women volunteers, but they don't want women to be just volunteers within the Junior League. They really want the women who are part of the Junior League to take those skills that they learn, use it in their professional careers, use it in other community organizations, use it in civic roles within the community and help make a difference long term. Excellent. And I think the League is doing a great job with that. So let's talk about women in leadership in general. So what are your thoughts kind of just like, you know, as the president of the Northern Virginia Junior League, you're leading 400 plus women, yeah. you know, who are doing amazing work for the League and in the community. What are your thoughts about women in leadership today in general? Sure. So I think women in leadership, you know, there's been lots of news articles lately in terms of how women don't necessarily have occupy as many of the seats in leadership, particularly in the big public companies or just in other roles. Yet they often are the largest representative, the majority within graduate school programs. Um, I think, you know, the Junior League really a lot of women, some of them face obstacles of not being able to have a seat at the table. And the Junior League helps to give them opportunities in, ter in terms of having a seat at that table, you know, through building our community collaborations, beginning to have discussions with others, having that opportunity. The Junior League also gives women a great platform in terms of learning skills and building a network that can help them in, you know, whatever they're striving for. Um, one of the neat things about the Junior League is seeing where some of the women who have been part of it, some of the leadership roles, 
and the role model, you know, roles that they play in terms of that they've been able to take using the skills that they've gained within the junior league. And so are there any particular challenges you see either as you're observing women through the league or some of your friends maybe outside of the league? Are there any particular challenges you're seeing um, that women continually face? And, you know, do you have any personal suggestions or have you seen examples where the league has been able to help them specifically? So I think one of the challenges that sometimes women face, particularly with leadership, and you see this too within careers, um, is that they will hold themselves back sometimes in terms of, you know, there's a study in terms of if a man applies for a job and he meets, you know, three of the 10 criteria, he may say, oh, I'm perfectly qualified. Whereas if a woman meets, you know, eight of those criteria, they may say, but I don't meet all 10 of them. I think one of the things that the Junior League does is really helps to empower women in terms of taking on the leadership roles. Within the organization, we've got a number of women who serve in leadership roles, whether it's a committee role, a committee chair role, a council director role, a a lead in a particular program. And within the league, we always have members who are kind of tapping other members in terms of, we talk about the idea of finding your replacement within the league when you're in a leadership position. You always wanna be looking for the next woman who can come up and take your role for the following league year and learn those skills. So we often see women um, within the league who will approach another woman and be like, you know, you would be really good in this role for this community, This this role? Or have you thought about applying for president? Or have you thought about applying for a role on the board? And you may not always see that in other organizations. I think it's really good here within the league because it does. They'll hear that and they'll hear it from multiple people and they're like, oh, you know, maybe I, maybe I should try out for that. Definitely. You know, that support system is so key. And I think you hear a lot of times these days about women not supporting each other. A lot of times you hear women say where, you know, I have male mentors, but not female mentors. And I think that's an excellent thing that the Junior League brings to the table. Um, So let's talk more about the Junior League of Northern Virginia. Can you talk about, you know, how it got started and the role that it's played in the Northern Virginia community? Sure. So this is actually, as you know, a really exciting time for the Junior League of Northern Virginia as we're celebrating our 60th anniversary. We, We were started in 1958 by a small group of women in Arlington who wanted to make a difference in the community. Um, Three years later, they started off as the Service League. Three years later, they changed the name to the Service League of Arlington for better recognition. Then in 1985, through our affiliation with the Association of Junior Leagues, we became the Junior League of Northern Virginia. Over the past 60 years, we have... We have been involved in a number of programs within the Northern Virginia community in terms of kind of leaving a lasting impact from helping to start a volunteer program at the National Orthopedic Hospital back in the 60s to looking to helping to implement reading is fundamental here in the Northern Virginia area to working with the shelters in terms of developing a database that was used within 15 shelters for homeless people to our work um, in the in the 2000s, we one of our signature projects was to found a children's science center of Northern Virginia. It's now known as the Children's Science Center. And then today, we're working on issues that are addressing childhood obesity. You know, the, and it's amazing because I don't think many people know, you know, yeah. all of the great impacts that the Junior League has had, you know, not only in our community, but around the world. So it's really great to hear all those projects. I think that will really resonate with some of the people that are listening, like, oh, I know that and I know that yeah. project. And, you know, what's also interesting is just the, the great women who have come through the league and the things that they've gone on to do. 
Um, I know you know Bessie France well. Yeah. And, you know, she was one of the people that had I had talked to about the league before I even joined. And what it's interesting is, you know, I know she was president several years ago. And as she's developed Leadership Center for Excellence, or formerly known as Leadership Arlington, she did, she was able to have awareness about homeless shelters and homeless service centers. And it could have very well been that she had that background in working with the league. What are, who are some of the other particular women um, and their stories that you've seen come through the Junior League of Northern Virginia? Sure. So Tamara Ashford is another really good example. Tamara was a past president of the Junior League. Um, she also then later went on to serve on the Association of Junior League's Governance Board. Um, and then later she was appointed to, and she currently serves on the U.S. Tax Court. Um, so she's one who is really kind of, and AGLI or the Association of Junior Leagues really touts a lot of the stuff that Tamara has done in the community. Um, another one is some of our members who have used their experience through working on the Children's Science Center, the, you know, a signature project. We've had a number of members. We had a past president, Nini Spivey, who was involved in that project, and she later become the, became and still is the executive director of the Children's Science Center. Mm -hmm. Our immediate past president, Laurieann Turgeson, was interested. She had a background in museums and ended up using that as a way to get involved with the Children's Science Center and ultimately working for them for a period as their development director. We've had other board members who have gone on to serve on the board of the Children's Science Center as well as other organizations which have been our community partners over the years. Um, we've also had another one of our past presidents, Candace Bennett, who taking the leadership experience that she got within the Junior League, one of the things that she wanted to learn about was civic involvement. So she's used that to be able to run for office. We've had other members who have done the same as well. But it's not only just the past presidents who have used, you know, and some of our more high-profile members who have used the skills. There are a number of members that I know of who have taken the skills, um, and I hear a lot about that, from their experience running committee meetings or running council meetings within the leagues, that they are really efficient now and they've learned how to run an efficient meeting or a board meeting within their organization. Um, you know, there's others who have learned how to deal with conflict resolution because of dealing with, you know, an issue with a member or with a community partner, and they've been able to, tra to transfer those skills to issues that they deal with in their work, whether it's dealing with a customer, whether it's dealing with a coworker and having those difficult conversations. You know, that's, it's just amazing, you know, really <clears throat> to hear, you know, all the great work that the Junior League has done. And, you know, I know that a big focus for AGLI and definitely the Junior League Northern Virginia has been diversity and inclusion. And, you know, we're taping this episode right after the horrible events that happened in Charlottesville this past weekend. Um, and I just kind of wanted to get your take on, you know, how does the Junior League and AJLI uh, prioritize um, diversity and inclusion, and what has the Junior League of Northern Virginia in particular done about that issue? Yep. So diversity is, is very important within the Junior League of Northern Virginia and within the Association of Junior Leagues as a whole as well in terms of having a very strong diversity and reaching out statement, not only with the recent events in, in Charlottesville, but also other events that have happened over the past two or three years um, in terms of different issues that have cropped up in the community relating to diversity. The junior leagues are often out there in terms of really helping to, in some cases, draw together different community partners, but also talking about what are some of the issues and convening different groups to have conversations on it. Within the Northern Virginia chapter, we've been very fortunate in terms of 
we've played a strong role within some of AGLI's diversity issue initiatives. One of our past president who served as a two-year president for the Junior League, she, she went on to become the first African-American president of the Association of Junior Leagues. Um, we also had Tamara Ashford, who is um, a past president of us and is on was on AJLI's governance committee that is African American as well, um, and then we've AJLI has a diversity initiative that they've done, and we've had members. We were specifically asked as one of a small group of leagues to participate in that initiative as they put together um, programs looking at that. And you know, for me personally, it's been an excellent experience. You know, you do hear about, um, you know, some leagues aren't as diverse as others, yeah. but it has been an excellent experience for me in the Junior League of Northern Virginia just to be so welcomed um, and to just really feel a part of the league. I mean, that's never been, you know, an issue at all. Um, and it's interesting, you just going back to Candace really quickly about politics, and obviously, you know, that's something that I have an interest in, civic engagement. And I love the way the league, on so many different levels, I mean, it can help you build your confidence. Um, you know, they say a woman has to run for, has to be asked seven times before she'll actually run. Um, so it's, I think, you know, just the Junior League, as well as a few other organizations, are great, great training grounds for women who want to get more civically engaged, learn more about their community, want to run for office. Um, so what do you think is the future of, well, I'm sorry, let me go back a second. So talk more about what specifically the Junior League of Northern Virginia does now today. Sure. So our community focus currently is on childhood obesity in terms of empowering kids and families um, in Northern Virginia that live in communities that have Title I schools or that, that are in food deserts in terms of making active living and healthy eating a priority. And we do that in terms of providing a number of community programs that focus on whether it's active living, you know, how do you do physical fitness? We've got a swim camp that we do in conjunction with um, one of the shelters. We also do, um, we call it the Run Club with Lorton Community Action Center. And that's not just us getting out there with the, with the kids that attend their program and running around a field, but it's also teaching them about the importance of stretching, about different physical, you know, the muscles and that stuff. It's much more than just running around a track. Mm -hmm. um, but on the active living, we're frequently involved in community programs, you know, whether it's a health fair um, or a different programs like that in terms of providing educational programs in terms of teaching what does it mean to eat a healthy meal you know what it, what are your fruits and vegetables what does portion size look like what mm -hmm. should you have on your plate um, but we also partner too with organizations that really help kind of show how you do from the farm to table aspect we do a lot with Arcadia Farms and one of our programs that we help provide money for as well as volunteer hours for is their farm camp in terms of we go in and help prepare the gardens for the farm camps that they do where kids come in and they learn about how you grow vegetables and how you actually and then actually cook them and eat them and taste them for the first time yeah. and what it's like being on a farm to also working with them um, just in terms of providing the money and they go out and they later also do um, food mobiles in food deserts in terms of bringing fruits and vegetables to them. Um, we also do a program that's called Market Explorers, where we go to farmer's markets in the area 
and we take the kids around and teach them about the different parts of the farmer's market, teach them, you know, there's usually a physical activity as part of it, whether it's doing squats or jumping rope, um, but teaching them about fruits and vegetables too and kind of what, and usually they make a healthy snack as part of it, whether it's guacamole or salsa, um, but really getting them engaged. And because for some of them, who come to the programs, they may never have tried an avocado or they may never have tried a raw tomato. And it's kind of helping them to see and experience that. Right. You know, and I've, I've of course, attended several of the service projects and as a volunteer. Market Explorers, I love. Um, I did the Run Club recently, yeah. which is super exciting just to see. We played Duck, Duck, Goose, you know, just to get them, you know, running. We did relay games, yeah. we ran around the track. So it's really exciting, you know, just to, to spend time with the kids and, and to teach them. So talk about some of the fundraisers that she, that the Junior League of Northern Virginia has. Obviously, you know, as you mentioned, um, that's one of the key skills that you need if you're going to be a civic leader. And I yeah. think the Junior League does a great job with, with teaching that. So you can talk about, you know, some of the fundraisers and maybe some you've known about historically and then also the ones that we do today. Yeah. So and, and our fundraisers that we do as part of the league are all aimed at helping to raise money to provide for our community programs and for the community grants that we offer. So currently our two big fundraisers that we do are, we do the Enchanted Forest, which is a holiday festival that is always the weekend before Thanksgiving. It's over at the West End in Tyson's Corner this year. It is an amazing opportunity for kids. I I absolutely love the Enchanted Forest. You go in and there's a whole ballroom filled with theme decorated trees, everything from things for little kids, to um, trees for adults, to hiking trees, to science trees, There's there's to trees for pets, there's a tree for everyone. <laughs> and people are able to bid on those as part of a silent auction. We additionally have per kids performers that are there. There's always a pirate's magic that the kids love. Santa comes, he does breakfast with the kids. Kids are able to take pictures. We have a train room where kids can go in and do that. Um, we also have some healthy activities that they do. But it's just a great, fun time for kids and families throughout the Northern Virginia area. In addition to that, we, in March, do a Monte Carlo night. This is the second year that we are doing that. Um, that is just a fun you know, evening event for adults in terms of having Monte Carlo night games. And then we've got a number of silent auction items that are part of it. Um, some of our historic things that we've done in the past, we used to have a race called Strides for Success that was wow. over in Fairfax Corner. Um, we did that for a number of years. Um, the Enchanted Forest, I think this is the 14th or 15th year that we've done that. In the past, we previously did some stuff with American Girl in, in terms of doing a fashion show with them. Um, but it, it's always, we've kind of looked at what can we do in terms of ways to stay in front of the community. You know, it helps to fund our community programs, but it also helps to raise awareness of the Junior League and our programs. And can you talk a little bit as well about the grant program that the Junior League has? Sure. So part of the money that we raise through our fundraisers each year is used for community grants. We give grants to local community organizations. Our grants are both financial in financial as well as our volunteer hours. Um, we try, we focus our grants currently in line with our community focus areas. So they're all focused on programs that relate to 
preventing childhood obesity, whether it's active living or healthy eating programs. So we do stuff with Lorton Community Action Center and some of the, in terms of some of the stuff that we're doing with them. Um, but we really look for programs that tie into our community focus area. We're getting ready to go through our grant cycle right now where we'll be hosting um, open sessions for organizations that are interested in. We reach out to them and then we present them with the grants later on and we work with them throughout the year in terms of really trying to build a partnership with them. Excellent. So, you know, the grant program is just one additional way that the Junior League is reaching out yep. to the community to make an impact. So let's talk a little bit about, you know, the future of the Junior League of Northern Virginia. So at 10 years from now, ideally, where would you like to see the Junior League and what type of impact would you like to see it having in Northern Virginia? Um, so looking 10 years out <laughs> and pulling out my crystal ball, um, you know, I'd like to see us as, and I envision us being a sustained organization where we're continuing to have more of an impact, whether our focus area is still on childhood obesity or there's another community issue that we're tackling. One of the things about Junior League is they always try to look at what is really the key issue that's going on within a community at a particular point in time and how do we build you know, a focus area around that. It's not that we're trying to change the focus area every two or three years, but really looking at what are the needs within the community and how can we bring it. Um, I see the Junior League as also being really recognized as providing leadership training for women, you know, getting broader exposure to women within the Northern Virginia, not only, you know, across all ages and across all demographics in terms of there's sometimes people think the Junior League is only for people in their in their 20s, you know, but we've got members in their 20s, their 30s, their 40s, their 50s who are active members of our league. And I see that continuing to grow in terms of, you know, really bringing in women who are interested in, de in leadership development. Um, and I see us continuing to focus on the training piece of our mission in terms of developing that potential. It's something that we've really been focusing on over the past two years, um, is providing additional training. We launched a leadership training academy this year for our members, which is a nine-month program, which is really exciting in terms of them going through the program, those who are going through the program, meeting every month, having homework that they're doing, and really talking about and developing their leadership skills. And I see us doing more things along those lines. Excellent. You know, that's all you know, really, really exciting. And just congratulations to you and thank you for all the leadership you've given to the Junior League and to the Northern Virginia community. You know, as I mentioned in the beginning, um, I really was looking for additional leadership opportunities. And so, you know, I've done a lot of work in the community, but I know I need I knew I needed to get to that next level. So when I found the Junior League, it's it was just exciting to be able to be around so many women, to be empowered, who are all seeking to do greater things with their careers and in, in their volunteer lives. So, you know, just again, I really encourage you all to um, seek out the Junior League. As we're thinking about all the issues that women are facing today, we really need, um, or really that our communities are facing today, it is so important that we have women at the front lines in leadership being trained and volunteers and in their professions to do more to make that additional impact. So thank you for joining us for A Seat at the Table.